we might just have to do things differently. We might, you know, fundraise differently. We may, it may look different, but you know what? We grow when we go through challenges, right? It only makes us stronger. So um, by starting during this time period, you might end up having something even more powerful and great, just like our Friday buddy checks, because you started it during this difficult time. You're listening to Legal Skinny Podcast with Trisha Burita. I'm a 15-year licensed practicing attorney in the state of Texas. I created Legal Skinny because when I've been invited to do educational seminars on different subjects in employment law, employers and HR professionals would often ask me, where can they find out a little more information on this or a little more information on that? Look, I get it. There's a lot of resources out there, but sometimes it's confusing and people are so busy. Sometimes people have only 30 or 15 or maybe even five minutes in their day to devote to learning something new. On this podcast, you'll hear me have discussions and interviews on topics relevant to employers. Disclaimer though, Legal Skinny is for entertainment and informational purposes only, not meant to provide legal advice and doesn't create an attorney-client relationship. Also remember, laws change or they differ by jurisdiction. So this is not a substitute for seeking legal counsel in your jurisdiction on the current law applicable to you. Nonprofits have many of the same challenges as other employers, but also some different ones unique to those of being a nonprofit. From now on, I will be spotlighting a different nonprofit every month on the Legal Skinny podcast to give them a platform to discuss their mission, goals, and their challenges. Today, my guest is both a friend and fellow business owner, Carrie Munson, as well as the vice president and CFO of the nonprofit Fobraiser. Carrie Ray is the wife of Marine Jeff Shalansky, president and chairman of Fobraiser, and daughter of Purple Heart veteran Jim Munson, secretary of Fobraiser. Fobraiser provides a veteran led platform, in person and virtual, for warriors dealing with depression, mental health issues. PTSD, and suicidal thoughts. Carrie also was a speech-language pathologist for 15 years and is an entrepreneur that owns two clothing brands, Undersummers and Outstanding DNA. I'm so pleased to have Carrie join me this month to spotlight and learn more about her and her husband's nonprofit, Fobraiser, and its mission. We had a thoughtful discussion, so I hope you enjoy this Legal Skinny episode spotlighting the nonprofit, Fobraiser. Carrie, welcome to my podcast, Legal Skinny. Thank you, Trisha, for having me. I'm so glad you could join me today. Me too. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. So let, let's get right into it. Let's talk about Fabraiser. You know, uh, tell me about this nonprofit. What's the mission? How did you and your husband get started with all of this? So uh, Fabraiser is spelled with a Z. I mean, not with a Z, with an S. And um, our mission is to bring awareness to the suicide epidemic that's occurring in our warrior community. Uh, did you know that 22 veterans 
die by suicide every day in our country. Wow. That is amazing. That's an awful statistic. Yeah. Shocking statistic. And, um, the, the reasons why are not fully understood. It's a multitude of reasons. Um, but it is a, a part of it is because our warriors face a variety of challenges, um, when they are re-entering to the civilian world, including, um, PTS, PTSD, uh, transition, mental health, and alcohol and drug addictions, just to main, name a few of the challenges that our warriors uh, face when they, again, are transitioning to the civilian world. I am very familiar with the transition to civilian life. My husband is Gunnery Sergeant Jeff Shalansky. He was in the, uh, he's a Marine, 21 years in the infantry, and he's otherwise known as Gunny Ski. So if you check us out on our website or on Facebook, he's Gunny Ski. And I have helped him through that transition. And I've seen what it's like to go from at that suicidal low to a healthy and happy life. So about 18 months ago, I asked Jeff, what, if you could do anything, what would it be? And he said, I want to help other veterans live, learn to live with PTSD and follow a 12 step way of living like he has done. Four years ago, he was on the edge of suicide. He had purchased a shower curtain. He had double lined his shower and in an effort to not make too much of a mess for whoever would find him. And during that moment, he, I'd like to say he had a moment of clarity. And if you can see my, my puppy dog in the corner back there, that's cup holder. That's his retired service dog. He was worried who is going to take care of cup. And that stopped him in that instant from, uh, you know, from committing suicide. And he instead called the VA and asked for help. So, um, you know, I, that was his lowest low. He went and he got help and he, his journey, he, he's an amazing speaker and he talks about it and he really touches veterans lives through his story. Uh, but he, during that time period, about six months into his, um, journey into health, healthy living, he lost his best friend, Joe Razor. And Joe Razor was a Marine who he worked with. He was from the same hometown. They were always together and he always had Jeff's back when they were fighting. And Joe, um, he lost his life. He didn't get to see this part of the journey. He didn't get to get the healthy part of life. He, um, so we named Fab Razor after Joe as a reminder of a, a brother we don't want to lose anymore, um, another warrior. So that's why we named it after Joe. Um, so that's kind of why we started Fab Razor. We want to give back. Jeff was given the opportunity of learning from another veteran. He learned from a Korean War veteran, a prisoner of war, who showed him how to live 
how to live and get past the PTSD, how to get past the nightmares, get past the alcohol addiction. And he did that through the 12 step program. And that is what we, our mission is to give back and do the same thing. So it's a veteran to veteran peer support, peer supported program. Wow. Carrie, that's a, that's really brave of him to share that story. Um, you know, both about, um, his personal journey and, you know, um, and his friend's journey. And, you know, I'm very thankful as I know many people are about, um, the service provided by so many, um, of our military, uh, veterans and, um, and those currently serving in the armed forces. And I think that this transition piece has been something that, you know, many people have been trying to solve this problem. And it's great that you guys have um, found a way that worked for Jeff and that maybe will work for others. And I just think that's really great and brave for him to come forward, share his story so that other people don't feel so alone. And uh, I, I think that um, it's very interesting too, that, you know, a four-legged friend played a part in all of that. Uh, I know you love uh, dogs um, as well, because you have some of your own. That's true. We have four dogs at our house. <laughs> and so um, I think that's really great. And and as you move forward, where have you, are you guys at? I know you're doing some virtual stuff because we are, you know, working through the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah. So we, um, my, my other company under summers had in, at, right at the beginning, right at the beginning of the pandemic, moved into a new uh, facility. We have a big, a large warehouse. And at that time we were planning that Fabrizer would share that location with us and we would, you know, get off to a great start. Uh, obviously COVID has created some challenges for us, but it also gave us some opportunity to uh, network within the community virtually, but network nonetheless and we made some really great connections and so our start was maybe slower than we had anticipated but we have been able to um to start we've been doing virtual meetings and meetings in person one of the biggest challenges during covid which it's no different from a civilian to or a one of our veterans is isolation and isolation is a critical factor in in mental health, you know, our mental health suffers more depression and anxiety, uh, suicidal tendencies and thoughts pop up at a more frequent rate when we're isolated. And um, so that isolation piece, we decided that while COVID is still continuing and we still, we have to socially distance and wear masks, we felt that it was important to just push ahead and go into this new normal and hold meetings and hold virtual meetings because our worry, we can't just stop what we're doing or not start what we want to do because COVID is here. This is our new normal and we are just going with it. I love that. I, I think that's so key, you know, among the many discussions that people have had related to COVID-19, the challenges you know, are, are the mental health issues. And I think that you guys are, you know, facing that, um, you know, specifically where you're looking at the issues with veterans. Uh, you know, the scary part is, is that of course you go from, you know, potentially feeling isolated because you're, you're not like the civilians that, you know, you're transitioning back into the civilian life, but you're also maybe, um, 
being doubly isolated because COVID-19 is causing that. Yep. So our mission has actually taken on a new look. Originally, our plan was to hold meetings to become a daily reprieve, a place where veterans can come, um, talk, work through the program, a, a specific program. It's not a sit down and talk about our past. It's how are we going to be healthy? Um, we have a very systematic approach, a 12-step approach, and um, but it's changed. We decided that another way of, for us to do outreach and education and awareness, bring up awareness to this uh, the epidemic, is uh, we started Buddy Check Fridays. So as a way to combat that isolation, we're encouraging every veteran to call another veteran in an effort to do a buddy check, to just say hi, see how you're doing, let them know that you're there for them, and to encourage them to call another veteran. We want every Friday to be a day that every single veteran gets a phone call by another veteran doing a buddy check. They Veterans need to take care of themselves and each other because they are the best ones to do that. So Buddy that. Check Fridays. <laughs> and every Friday we put out a video on our Facebook page where Jeff is, he's all Jeff. He's crazy and funny, and he sends the message in a different way so that um, we can encourage some buddy checks and um, and keep our veterans healthy and connected. I love that. Yeah, buddy check Friday. So um, people should go check that out and see what Jeff's got going on every Friday. That that's a great idea. I love that. And the um, the challenges you talk about with COVID. And of course, you own you've owned your own companies for um, for a while now, I had successful companies. I don't know if you wanna talk a little bit about those companies and kind of, you started them in a non-COVID era. Obviously you're, you're in a different sort of realm starting this in COVID. It sounds like you've embraced it full on, the new normal, but um, your other companies, when, when you launch them, uh, do you wanna talk about how, how that's different from launching the nonprofit or different in COVID? Yeah, so uh, my original company, Under Summers, is a women's underwear company. Our mission is to help women love their thighs. And um, we offer what I believe to be exceptional products to do that. So we're you know providing a solution. And nine years ago, I started that company out of my own need. I developed the product for myself. I was a teacher. And like most companies, I was doing both working as a teacher, a speech pathologist, and uh, starting the company all at one time. And, you know, it's tiring and exhausting and you don't get paid for quite a few years while you're putting in all the, the back-end work to get it started. Um, and all of those things I think are the same with starting a nonprofit. I just already have the experience of doing that and I already have a structure and uh, I have a structure for how I work. I don't have to figure that out anymore. I, I know how to be my own boss. I know how to start, I do know how to start a company. I know um, kind of the policies and procedures that need to be in place. So all of those things are very much the same. The other thing that's, I think one of those beginning of a company, beginning of a nonprofit, um, elements that needs to be clearly defined is our, your mission. 
you know, what is the mission? Why are we doing this? For Under Summers, it was a very simple mission at first. I just wanted women to love their thighs and wear, love wearing dresses. And it seems silly, but that's what it is. And it, that is what it continues to be nine years later. Uh, for Fab Razor, our mission is to bring awareness to the suicide epidemic. And we want to connect veterans. We want to teach them how to be peer support for each other. Again, it's pretty simple. And then developing a culture where the, our veterans want to come here, they want to be together, and they want to help each other. So that is, I think those elements are so critical and I think sometimes forgotten when we first start a company or a nonprofit. But it is an essential element because if those are not clearly defined, the, the course of the development of the company or the nonprofit can will take on its own course rather than the course you had you had had maybe envisioned. Yeah, I think that culture piece is important, and that's a great point, Carrie, that you bring that up because the, of course, the culture exists, you know, in your other companies that you know where you have um, the employees and you're uh, growing that company and you have grown that company over the last nine years, but. Uh, as you're with a startup nonprofit and starting to build that culture, I mean, can you talk a little bit about how you want to see that culture grow over the next couple of years? Yeah, so we one of the things that we do is every meeting we have um, we have a script and it's our way of clearly defining expectations. So again, it's just like any other business, any other um you know, meeting that you go to, you want to have an clearly defined expectations. And part of that is uh, how we're implementing the, the culture into an all volunteer group. Um, we, uh, so the culture that we're trying to build is one of that of service. Ultimately, that is our goal. Jeff provides support to the new veterans in our organizations. He teaches them, he leads by example. And then our, our expectation is that they are going to do the same for the next veteran who needs help. So this is a service organization where one veteran helps another veteran who helps another veteran who helps another veteran. That is our ultimate goal. It's a culture of service. I love that. I think that's great. And you know, what's kind of interesting is maybe with the COVID-19 pandemic and starting and doing stuff virtual, maybe your outreach will be able to be broader because, you know, you could have a veteran that's, you know, maybe not um, close in proximity to where you guys would meet, be meeting in person and maybe able to join virtually. Is that right? That's absolutely right. You know, when we envisioned this starting, it was a local organization and it is not local. We've had people from across the country already join the meetings in just one month of operating meetings. Um, we've had from multiple states people joining. So what we originally envisioned, just a local uh, community organization, is instantly, because of technology, a national uh, organization. And we have an opportunity to reach so many more veterans. I love that. That's so, that's so exciting. And so as far as, um, 
Um, we've talked a little bit about like the transition, you know, from running companies that were not nonprofits to now having nonprofits. How how does someone that maybe is listening have if they have a veteran or um, they're interested um, because they are a veteran themselves and they want to get involved? Where should they go to do that, Carrie? To get involved, uh, we have our website, uh, FobRaiser with an S dot org. And that has information about our program, about Jeff, about me, and my father, who's a Purple Heart veteran from the Vietnam War. And it has, so that has just general information about what we're doing. The best way to get involved and, and be a part of FobRaiser is to do the body checks. You don't have to be part of FobRaiser per se. You don't have to be a lifer for life. But by doing buddy checks, you become instantly a lifer for life. Um, you're promoting healthy life um, with our veterans. So we would just encourage you to do a buddy check, call a veteran. If you're not a veteran, call a veteran and get it, get the chain started and ask them to call another veteran. And of course, you can check out Jeff's videos on YouTube at Fob Razor or on Facebook at Fob Razor with an S. I think I saw this on your website. There's a t-shirt there. It's like life for, for life. Is that right? That's and right. So what is that? One of our fundraisers. Yeah. So a lifer in the, in the military world is someone who is, is in their branch of service for life. And so what we're asking our, uh, our, the, the veterans who come to fob raiser is to commit to being a lifer, a fob raiser lifer, so in it forever, in it for life, right? Yeah. For life. And that's a very concrete um, because of the suicide epidemic. So we are lifers for life. Oh, I love it. And the t-shirt's pretty cool. So they can check that out too. But um, this is good, Carrie. I just uh, really appreciate you coming on here. I, I'm glad that, you know, um, and in some way I could get to hear more about your nonprofit, maybe have other uh, people get some help as well. Uh, your mission is amazing. And um, I wish you the best of luck as you, uh, you go through <laughs> the new normal, as you put it. Thank you. Thank you. So um, um, as we finish up here, you know, I run all my guests through usually the legal skinny rundown. Uh, <laughs> do you want to go ahead and do it with me? Sure. All right. So beach or mountains? I'm a Minnesota girl, so I am a lake girl. <laughs> You're going to be more difficult than the lawyers I have on here. I can already tell. Jeez. Okay. Elvis or the Beatles? The Beatles. Most influential book you've read? How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's my favorite <laughs> book. Okay. Dead or alive, what famous person would you invite to dinner? I don't know that I really have an answer for this one, but maybe Trisha, we can have dinner. <laughs> That's right. I'm not famous, but we'll, <laughs> we could do it. <laughs> All right. All right. Finally, in one minute or less, what is the skinny on uh, the starting of a nonprofit here and the COVID-19 pandemic? I say, just do it. Go for it. This is the new normal. Just do it. Don't wait because this is the new normal. So if you wait, what are you waiting for? Don't wait. Don't wait. I love that. 
And and the and usually the nonprofits have a purpose and a service, and that doesn't go away because of COVID nineteen, right? Absolutely, absolutely, one hundred percent. We might just have to do things differently. We might, you know, fundraise differently. We may it may look different, but you know what? We grow when we go through challenges, right? It only makes us stronger. So um, by starting during this time period, you might end up having something even more powerful and great, just like our. Friday buddy checks because you started it during this difficult time. Yes. I love that. Okay. And then if someone wants to get in touch with you, I know we talked a little bit about how they can get um, um, in touch with the, the, the nonprofit, but with, they want to connect with you, Carrie, uh, how can they do that? So I'm easily reached at either of our websites at fobraiser.org or my under summers website under summers. Cause I made them to wear under summer dresses dot com and or on our Facebook pages with the same handles. Love that. So thanks again, Carrie, for joining me. Thank you for having me. And that's the legal skinny on my very first nonprofit spotlight fob razor. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the legal skinny podcast. Do not forget to subscribe to get future podcast episodes. Also, check out LegalSkinny.com to join our newsletter and get details on all the educational resources we offer the employer. Also, disclaimer, remember Legal Skinny is for entertainment and informational purposes only, not meant to provide legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. Laws change or they differ by jurisdiction. So also remember... This is not a substitute for seeking legal counsel in your jurisdiction on the current law applicable to you.